0: I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, you sounded just like Usher yeah, when I you did, said that just now. Do you yeah. think it was that trick you learned where you have your hand on the side of your head? Yeah, it really changes things. It, it just changed my worldview. Yeah. I, I think my voice is sexier. Wait, let, let me try it. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally feel it. Can you feel it? I can. That's, that's with the hand. Yeah. Now try it without the hand. I don't know. Yeah. Can you feel it? I uh, don't know. Huh? Yeah, I like. I was starting to get an erection, but then it went away as soon as you. Oh, there! It's oh, back. yeah, yeah, okay. it's back. There we go. Yeah, baby. There we go. How you been, Roy? Ooh, oh, that's too much. I I don't think I can sustain that. Yeah, I've been all right. It's been a busy, busy uh, week for me. Yeah. What have you been busy with? Uh Mother's Day.
1: Hmm. That yep. took.
0: That didn't take me very long because I'm a terrible son.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have to celebrate it twice. You did do. you know that? no not because i have two mothers just because i have one mother from mexico who lives here so there's mexican mother's day and then regular mother's day exactly you know that's kind of you think it's a lie i think it's kind of bullshit i don't think you're allowed to do that well even uh if i only celebrate mexican mother's day with my mexican mother then we also have american mother's day with my wife's mother Right? I can't do anything about that. I don't think, like, Jews, for instance, should be allowed to celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. Except for Jesus. He can get Hanukkah presents and then a birthday present. Yeah, he totally can. But it is not a Christmas present. It is a birthday present. But, you know, I bet Jesus um, only got Hanukkah presents and then he was told, oh, yeah, this one's also for your birthday. Okay. That's what always happens. The seventh one is, yeah, Yeah. that sucks. Yeah. When your birthday is so close to the holiday that your birth prompts hundreds of years in the future yeah it's true my my brother suffers from this was he born on christmas Mm -hmm. Hmm. yeah so i always just give him uh one really shitty present and then another kind of crappy present oh okay then he does he get to decide which one does he get to decide which is more disappointing a christmas or his birthday oh i i he probably does i think i think he does it on his own all right yeah yeah, so, so I went up to uh, Prescott and visited my mother for uh, Mexican Mother's Day, which is the 10th of May. So if you know any Mexican mothers, you say, uh, Happy Mother's Day on the 10th of May. Wait, so not only do you have to celebrate two Mother's yeah, Days, but they are on, four fucking days apart? Sometimes they coincide. It's, uh, with Mexico, it's always on the 10th of May, regardless of what. Oh, is Mother's Day like? It's a fixed date. It, but is American Mother's Day not a fixed date? No, it's it's on it's always on a Sunday, huh? Not any it. given Sunday on Mother's Day. Okay, it's always on Mother's Sunday.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I just I called my mom. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I called my mom. Good. I called your mom. No, you didn't, Roy. No, I don't have her number. Yeah. You 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 just won't give it to me. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> I don't want you going in there with your hand on your ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She she'd definitely feel it. Give her that serenade. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else are you up to? Uh, that was kind of the main thing, although... Um, you spent a week preparing for mothers. You, sp- you spent a week gluing pieces of tissue paper to a giant heart. I did. Made of construction paper. Yeah, that had a uh, macaroni border on it. Yeah, it was sweet. Macaroni is Italian, you asshole. <laughs> you, were to put, you were supposed to make a heart-shaped tamale. Oh, well, I use, uh, you know, like a little, little Mexican uh, alphabet soup. Mm-hmm some durum mm-hmm. i don't know what yeah. kind of what do they make pasta out of yeah, Mexico? Semolina or something okay same stuff like is that semolina mosh is that a mexican band <laughs> <laughs> it's close uh plastilina mosh yeah i, I know mm-hmm. dur mosh <laughs> bull durum. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have some, uh, things to talk about, but they're gonna, um, be part of our topic today. So we, we can, uh, why don't we find out about you? What What's your story? How, how have you been? Oh, I guess I've been all right. I don't remember anything that I've done. I was really, uh, so I started, uh, I started watching Breaking Bad. Okay. And there's a, there's a scene in Breaking Bad where, uh, they have this guy, like chained to a uh, chained up in the basement. Yeah, that, I know the, that too. the main character has to kill.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. But instead of or something,
0: instead of killing him, he keeps making him bologna sandwiches <laughs> and giving him water. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so I, which is what you're supposed to do, right? If you're going to kill someone, well, yeah, I mean that would be a way to kill them really slowly, right. of Heart disease, right? Yeah, that's um, true. And you know, maybe water intoxication. I guess unless you're force feeding them, right? Sure. Okay. Like if you want to harvest their liver. To, right. make some, right. to make so some you drug dealer use. foie gras. Stuffing them with bologna sandwiches and water. Yeah. Ashes to ashes, <laughs> dust to dust. What are but, ducks force-fed? Is it a particular thing? I think it's other thing? foie gras. It's, just, it's oh, a really? vicious cycle. Ugh. I don't, how, I how did it first start? I think it's corn. They oh. just found... they they found, a, they found a vicious cannibal goose. You uh, know, that was finally outlawed in California. It's a lot of, lots of people are upset about it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. It does sound pretty cruel. I, I won't eat, eat veal.
1: but I've uh, had, I don't
0: either. I've had some foie gras. I never have. I have had veal before I really knew what, what the whole story was. <laughs> yeah, I th- I've probably had veal as part of like a fixed course hmm. uh, thing, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I would never order veal, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Just like I will not order lobster. I don't know if I believe that it's actually cruel to cook a lobster, but I'm uncomfortable enough with the idea of it that sure. i don't I'm, i don't say that other people shouldn't right i mean i don't think that it, i don't i can't i'm not allowed to say like oh it's unethical for you to eat a lobster or a veal mm-hmm. but i just don't feel comfortable doing. just don't it. eat other people yeah um i'm actually starting to get to the point i think where i'm feeling uncomfortable about eating any sort of food from the sea seafood hmm. because you think of mercury no um it just doesn't make any sense to me that, uh, you know, especially for me, who l- I live in Arizona, and then all this stuff is harvested and sent, you know, to the desert so that I can eat it. Like, there's just too much of it, I think. It's too easy to get. Hmm. It should be much more expensive. Only rich people should should have seafood. Okay. So everything should be like caviar. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Caviar is good. I do like that. Really? Yeah. I don't care for it. I've never really understood why it is thought of as this luxury good. I can understand why somebody would say the same thing about foie gras. Sure. But I mean, I I think a lot of luxury goods are um, like the local food that once it's exported somewhere else, then it's thought of as a luxury because it costs a whole lot to have it exported somewhere else. I mean, lobster used to be thought of as food for poor people. Right, like there were laws about how, like, if you were responsible for feeding your employees, there were laws about how frequently you could feed them lobster. Really? Yeah, because okay. it was just yeah. thought of as being like eating gross bugs. How the worms kind of turned. Yeah, yeah.
1: lobsters yeah. aren't worms, though. No.
0: Anyway, I ate a bologna sandwich, and it wasn't very good. Okay. Um, Did it make you want to kill yourself? No, yeah. it just made me feel kind of gross. Okay, but I'm kind of. I kind of want another one. Oh, okay. Well, I bought, I was like, I'm going to get the big thing of bologna and the big thing of cheese because you know what I wish that you could buy? I wish that you could buy like six slices of bread. Six, like a six pack. Yes. Like a six pack of slices So it came of with bread. your beer. <laughs> so yeah, you just, you, you know, you dip for each beer, you pour it into a, you pour it into a bowl uh-huh. and then you just dip a slice of bread into it. Soldiers, they call that mm-hmm. in England. Uh, when I was a kid, that's what, that was a typical supper um, meal is that it's you take a, slice of bread a in beer. few slices of bread and break it up and then pour a whole beer in there with some sugar. Knead it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That explains a lot about what do you mean your eating habits now oh okay uh they would would your <laughs> what what roy will often have for dinner now is just a bowl of, of water with some hot dog slices in it uh-huh. and some stuff that's kind of like pasta but also kind of like straw <laughs> i don't i don't really understand polymer clay yeah yeah so like what what he will do is he will just use a pair of scissors on a, on a thing of steel wool and just right. cut, cut mm-hmm. little coils of steel wool into the water yeah, with a Yeah, it's, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, a lot of fiber. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, speaking of weird um, mechanically separated meats that are turned into products, uh, when I was at the store yesterday buying ingredients for uh, today's Mother's Day feast, which I prepared for my mother-in-law, um, I bought a can of deviled ham okay when was the last time you had some of that I don't know that I've ever had oh really okay Uh, Corinne hadn't either and she still hasn't after seeing what it looked like Hmm. it basically looks like cat food I ate some spam when I was a kid I still love spam yeah Mm -hmm. and I learned recently that there's um, like a sushi roll that is made in Hawaii which is basically rice uh, nori and spam Hmm. sounds awesome to me
1: yeah I mean, I think, and then that good. way
0: I don't worry about the fish. My mom used to make uh, this stuff that she called ham salad, but was actually bologna salad. Huh? It's like mashed bologna and mayonnaise. The, there are salads like, like in Germany when we were there last, I uh, had a bunch of different types of ham salads, which are basically bolognese or sausages that are cut into slices. Like a Braunschweiger? No, because that's more like a paste. <laughs> yeah my grandma that's used more to, of a supper food my grandma used to eat a lot of braunschweiger mm, yeah that tastes good to me i like it too i mean yeah. it's just liver sausage right yeah it's, but i can understand like why that. somebody wouldn't like it well again it looks like cat food yeah and the consistency and the taste are both kind of gross but cats love it oh yeah mm-hmm. they need, they need that iron right they need the vitamin d it's the taurine you can't make polar bear braunschweiger though because you would just drop dead as soon as you ate a single bite because uh you're not supposed to eat a polar bear liver. Uh, Because you will get a fatal overdose of vitamin D. Are you serious? Yes. That is a thing that I have read from multiple sources. Huh. Like, it is unsafe if you're trapped in the wilderness with no food, but somehow have the ability to kill and butcher a polar bear. And decide to only eat the liver? Don't eat its liver. No, don't eat its liver at all. Like, you could even decide to eat the liver in addition to the brain. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you would choose that first. I would think maybe the meat... You know, like a haunch, uh-huh. like a, like a butt, a bear butt. Uh huh. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Bear butt roast. Bear butt roast. Um, so could you use it to run some kind of, like as an energy source, like some type of. Um, if you had like a vitamin D battery. Yeah. Like. Uh, I, don't know. I thought you were going to ask if you could use it to murder someone. Say, hmm, try this delicious oh, calf's well, sure, liver. Sure. Or this this is, is a whale liver that I plucked from the sea. Right. I mean, I wouldn't give that to you because you've you're on this no seafood kick apparently. It's not really a kick. I just think about it. It's like it. you don't even own a TV. You don't, well, Oh, I'm sorry. Is that fish? I'm not going to eat it. You're like the opposite of a pescatarian. <laughs> that only eat fish? Yeah. Okay. Really only fish? You only eat red meat, not just fish. I mean, oh, okay. they're they're vegetarians except that they will eat fish. Oh. That that that's uh misleading. Yeah, you you think that, like at some point It's like, oh, I'm just a guy that doesn't like hamburgers. There doesn't need to be a word for that. Right. Right. You just uh, don't eat it, and you don't have to write brochures about it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a brochure for everything. There is. Even that weird diet that I made up. Which one was that? The winner's diet? Yeah. Where whenever it's time to put your pants on, you just raise your hands over your head. Yeah, and you look good. Then you have somebody else put your pants on for you because your hands are way up there. Yeah, exactly. I do. (laughs) It's a team effort. Yeah. So you can't, it's not really a diet you can go on if your goal is to slim down to meet a partner. Sure. That's true. You have to have a partner already. That's, that's the only drawback, but it's only one drawback in all of what is the winner's diet. I do wish though that they sold bread in less than loaf increments. Mm -hmm. Is this because you eat so little bread that the rest goes bad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically. I uh-huh. I don't like bread, and so I only ever get it if I, like, specifically want sandwiches. And I just, mm-hmm. I, it's, I feel like it's like the hot dog and bun issue, right? Like, A, I wish that hot dog buns were 10% the size that they are. Sure. Right? Like, I basically would, if I could get away with it, just eat a hot dog with a fork. Right. Um, but that's hard to do with, you know, you, like, the nice thing about a hot dog is that you just put it in one hand and then you're good to go. Right. Like, you can eat it while you're typing a letter to someone. Um, a typical thing in Germany is when you buy a big sausage, uh, it'll be served in a tiny bun. And the bun is basically there to just hold just the whole a sausage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that. It's like a little circular uh-huh. bun in the middle. Circle bun. Yeah. Um, what you could right. do Rundbrot is, is, what they call that. is start buying uh, buns just individual buns uh no because that's not the same it's not a bologna sandwich unless it's on white sandwich loaf bread oh okay Mm. and no mayonnaise either all these rules well i wanted a bologna sandwich i didn't want some it's just bologna and bread no bologna craft singles which are also just fucking so gross and i can't (laughs) believe i ever liked them But you still do. What do you mean? You No, I really don't. It's like I. uh, Then why do you put them on your bologna sandwich? I just I wanted you can't go home. again. You wanted to catch a child. Yes, I I did. I I had that and I I walked into my bedroom and I had that sandwich on a little plate and I had a can of Coke and I said, childhood. And my girlfriend said, I'm pretty sure you didn't drink Tecate when you were a child (laughs) because she thought that I had a can of Tecate instead of a can of Coke. Right. Uh, and then I I ate the sandwich. It just felt gross, and I it's and even looking at it. But I I kind of want another one, Uh-huh. you know. Huh. But I it's. This sounds like you're going to have to join some kind of support group craft soon. Craft singles are so gross. They are. It's it's like you're just eating some sort of plastic I- extruded machine oil or yeah. something. I once saw this art piece that was a grid of craft singles on a platform, and it was maybe a uh, hundred of them. And they were just left there, to you know, do what happens. And they just slowly warped and got hard, dried out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It was it was an amazing smell, you know. And they sweat. It's really cool looking.
1: Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Yeah, that's that's what art is now. I it it you know I think back to the way that I ate even even you know as an as a young adult. Mm-hmm. and uh man so much of that stuff just grosses me out now mm-hmm. That's like a bag of hot cheetos sure man and a we, gatorade we used to eat we used to eat a lot of flaming hot cheetos uh-huh. i told you about the incident like to, that made me stop eating cheetos didn't i no really i don't think oh, so. i think our, our listeners might appreciate this i uh so we were going to uh i don't contrary to what you might think uh given given what you may or may not know about me i don't uh play a lot of dungeons and dragons uh, but we had a night where we were going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, I am doing this right. So I got a bunch of Mountain Dew and a whole bag of Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And I played Dungeons and & Dragons and just ate a bag of Cheetos for dinner and drank a bunch of Mountain Dew while we were playing. Uh-huh. Uh And then the next day, I, uh, I, I went a number two, and it smelled exactly like Cheetos. And oh. since then, I have not been able to eat another Cheeto. Uh-huh. And I don't think that I ever will again wow yeah. okay it was awful mm-hmm. it was, did it look like cheetos uh, also big brown cheetos uh-huh yeah it didn't come out like i mean i chewed them <laughs> uh, sure right but i just wondered if the color stayed the same no. no no yeah and i and i seriously just was so grossed out by that the idea that whatever it is that makes cheetos taste the way that they taste is mm-hmm. something that just goes right through you and stays it's probably some of it still in there i should go get mm-hmm. a colonic and I would amazing. see entire Cheetos just swishing back and forth in that <laughs> liquid tube. I don't ever want to get a colonic. If I ever tell you that I'm going to go get a colonic, just punch me. Okay. Just knock me in unconscious the for the beginning of the appointment. Why don't you want a, a colonic? Because it's I feel like my... you love stuff up your ass. If I ever tell you that I want to go get an ear candling, also just, just, you know, maybe don't punch me. Maybe just, like, distract me mm-hmm. with, like, some pictures of naked ladies or something so that I miss the appointment. Okay. Do that. Really? You think that would uh, distract you enough to miss an appointment? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You think I'm a responsible enough adult? I think that... so now. Yeah, you're you're going to uh, show up. You have to get up pretty early in the morning to stop me from going to an early morning appointment. <laughs> Ear candling. Yeah, so I, uh, I can't eat Cheetos since that incident. Yeah, that's gross. I may not be able to either. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. So, I mean... the The reason that because you ate a whole bag is because I ate an entire bag of Cheetos and only that. Yeah, that was all I had eaten. You should have had a bologna sandwich, then it would have balanced. Yeah, I would have soaked some of that, and now you could still eat Cheetos. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know that I've really cost myself anything Hmm. that I that I will miss. Right. I think it's probably okay. I think it's probably better. Really? You know what I found? A couple weeks ago I was like, you know, I really find myself craving greens, just some fresh greens. I need to work some greens into my lunch. Mm -hmm. That's a grown-up thought right there. Yeah, it is. That is boring. That is as boring as the day is long. Have you seen the price of arugula Back in the day, I would have said, you know what my lunch needs? Additional kinds of taco or like something else from the microwave. Oh, that's a good thing. Have you tried one of the Doritos tacos? I haven't. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. We should go get some of those after the show. (laughs) I don't. Um, I'm curious, but I don't know that I need to eat a taco whose shell is a Doritos. Yeah, I probably don't either. Also, the grammar of those posters bothers me. Does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have to stick with the brand. So, uh, is it? it says something like "There's a Doritos in my taco"? Huh. My taco is a Doritos. That really bothers me for some reason. Mm, right, because Dorito isn't a thing yeah and it's in a plural where it's supposed to be a singular Mm -hmm. you know it's brand so it's like legos lego you're only allowed to say in singular Mm -hmm. doritos you're only allowed to say in plural yeah who do you think would win in a fight between legos and dorito uh lego okay hands down what about an army that only had legos versus an army that only had dorito Still Lego. Have oh. you ever rolled around on a floor covered in Legos? Sure, but by the end of day two or three, the army that has been able to eat is probably going to be more effective. Uh, you you did not say that the only equipment that they have. I did is... say that. I said an army that only had Doritos. So they con- Dorito and an army that only had Legos. Yeah. I thought you meant as their weapons, not that they don't have any food or water or clothing <laughs> or clothing. <laughs> All they have is Doritos. All they have is Legos. I mean, so with Doritos, you've got the food. With Legos, you could probably make a well Um. so they need to have water. <laughs> You could make some kind of stabbing weapon so that you would win the fight and then steal then the could, Doritos. you could go home to where yeah. there was already water. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it depends on you where just you live. drink went. their blood. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could just use your Legos to slice open a vein in your horse's neck and Ugh. drink the blood so you didn't have to stop riding. Uh-huh. I wonder if that's true. Yeah, I was just wondering. <laughs> That seems stupid, right? Why well, would you do that? Well, I mean, if you if get, you get stuck out there and your horse is dead because you drained all its blood, yeah, but you don't drain all of its blood. I mean, I think you just could drink a, a lot of it. Like, horses. Horses freak me the fuck out. Roy. I think it would make you thirsty. You think just drinking? Yeah. It. I think it was more for food than for water. Huh? I, dude, I don't know. It's just it's good. And for, who is it that did this? On the the go? Mongols? I don't know. Yeah, Geng- Genghis Khan. Uh huh. Attila Khan. Chango Khan. Khan. Conquistador. <laughs> Chaka Khan. Uh-oh. Kubla Khan. Mm-hmm. Uh no horses I am I really don't why like why are you afraid of horses I really don't like them they're really big they are they're mm. really big and they are just so obviously made of like meat and veins uh huh that it really freaks me out mm-hmm. I can't really articulate it That's... I don't understand why girls are like so oh, oh horses I'm so enchanted well That's have what you they ever say. seen a, a male horse okay come on okay but they like lady horses too I yeah. bet have you ever seen a lady horse? I haven't. Come on. They have really big boobs. Oh, they do. Oh man, she's she's racked like a horse, you will say. Yeah, that's where that it's, comes from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh how many boobs do horses have? Because don't they only have one baby uh, at, a time? at a time? Yeah. They might only have two. Huh. Or just one. It seems like you only have one. <laughs> just one? Yeah. I don't really know. That's that's a good question for our audience because we, we won't have time to look it up later. Hey, horses only have one dick. Male horses only have one dick. Yeah, that's true. Male people only have one dick. Why do why do ladies need two boobs? Um I think they're because there's a potential of twins, right? Well there's the potential of triplets too, or octuplets. Oh, well that's where the dick gets involved. So. Uh gross. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Lots of things.
1: Wow. No, I don't I don't know. I, I think it's because there's in. a
0: potential of two offspring okay. more typically than, than triplets do horses ever have twins? that I don't know I don't know man, I'm never going to get close enough to a horse to check <laughs> to find out to check? how would you check? <laughs> like, oh that horse is giving birth <laughs> let's go see if it's having twins yeah, that's. I would just do that a bunch of times until I felt confident that I had sampled enough horses to prove that there mm. were no twins you could relive some scenes from your favorite movie um I, maybe there's some some horse ec- expert out there in our audience that would care to tell us whether horses have two dicks or one. Somebody with some horse sense. Mm-hmm. Smilla's sense of horse. <laughs> Roy, we got a lot of people to help this week. Same as always, and we should get to it. But before we do that, let's have a cocktail. Okay. This week's cocktail is uh, again born of necessity because we didn't want to go buy anything, and it is the tequini. Mm-hmm. It is a tequila. It is a martini made with tequila Mm -hmm. Uh, you do three parts tequila one part uh dry vermouth then you put a lemon peel in it and then you put an olive in it and then you drink it and it's like a big glass of tequila yep uh it's like the vermouth does nothing but but at the end you have an olive yeah i had a bunch of olives beforehand Uh, and a pickle and a slice of pizza
1: right i was kind
0: of scavenging Mm -hmm. my grazing as it were Mm, no it was my dinner okay it's not like i'm still gnawing on a pickle i'm not am i i don't think so okay <laughs> i don't know you have that uh, pop screen in front of your face I oh, can't yeah tell. it's hard to tell and, and, and I, there's a pickle in your beard i look like those guys from dune that accompany the guild navigator mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What, what is it that they say it's like and then it translates for them and they say uh killed the boy hmm. something like that huh do you think it do you think the translator puts it in that creepy voice well you know it's like cheap technology they're they're more worried about their spices so mm. they, they don't really pay top dollar for good microphones their giant vagina faced navigator guy that is their boss mm-hmm. those guys yeah. are weird they are weird where, where are their teeth they don't really need teeth anymore they they uh just uh inhale the uh spice um air yeah i always thought that they were in liquid and they're not they're in a chamber anti-gravity chamber that is filled with spice um dust yep gaseous spice mm-hmm. gaseous spice she was, which, th- she which was again, the least popular does, of the spice girls where do where does their poo go do they also inhale that well if they don't eat they don't poo yeah but they're, they're maybe taking they in some other spice gas it could be and then yeah. they, just, they just hot box <laughs> their own spice farts <laughs> no like i'm never gonna eat spice spice again yeah it's, it's i don't have a choice exactly. yeah it's too bad i yeah. have to have it or i will die because i want to see the future mm-hmm. and know how to uh you know pilot this thing yep would you do that if you could see the future and live for a very very long time uh live in a chamber of your own spice farts i don't think i would <laughs> i don't think that you never I would have sex it. again no so one of the one of the things uh that uh, was actually good about one of those uh Chris Herbert prequels. Is it Chris Herbert? Is I Chris, don't remember Chris Brian Tolkien's Herbert. Brian Herbert. Yeah. Uh Herbert Herbert. Uh, all, the, all the sons should get together and write like the ultimate science. Yeah, the, just write the worst thing ever. <laughs> Ugh man. Did Heinlein have any kids? Uh I don't think so. Yeah. Uh anyway. I don't know. They they describe two guys going in for the test to see whether they're gonna move on to the next stage of becoming guild navigators or not and they just like od them with spice and they start to freak out and the one that freaks out doesn't make it and the one that doesn't freak out is like hell yeah moves on yeah and i would freak out as soon as i started tripping balls i'd be like i would like for this to be over now please thank Uh you you've been there yeah i have been uh yeah it's not enjoyable for anyone um so the one that freaks out, does does that person live or does does they freak out and die? <laughs> um, no, I think they just let him go. Oh. And then he's like, oh, well, I guess I just wasted all of these years of my life doing the beginning of the training for wow. this. Because they probably start when they're three or four and don't have a choice, right? Yeah, probably. Ugh. But I think you get a lot of the longevity benefits of the spice just by eating it. Yeah, everyone does. That's why you it's important. Like a, and like a cookie, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. In our world, we have Cheetos. Which yeah. you're not gonna Which are also made of petroleum. Him. I mean that. In a way, the life-giving properties of craft singles are the way in which that manifests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I don't think you can see the future if you eat a bunch of them. You don't. No. Well, I mean, you or can. drive your car with your eyes closed. Well, you can do that anyway. Yeah. I guess <laughs> right? you can. It's pretty good. I mean, you just have somebody yelling at you. Okay, You're you're about to hit a guy. Tell me where. It's not, it's not fun if it's not specific. Like where on the body you're going to hit them? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like there's children at four o'clock. I'm like, what, shouldn't they be in school? <laughs> <laughs> but but no, school gets out at three. Yeah, it does. They, they'd be walking home. All right, well, uh, this is a part of the show that we like to call Topics. Topics. What's today's topic, Roy? Today's topic is dick jokes. Dick jokes? Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, uh this weekend I was over at a um a breakfast that um one of Corinne's colleagues invited us over and her and her husband had some uh baby stuff that they wanted to give us and they're also you know cool people and wanted to have us over. Um but one of the Wait, things because they were cool, they wanted to spend time with you. Exactly. Is that the implication? Yeah, they wanted to um yeah, teach me a thing or two. Um so one of the things that uh was being given to uh corinne by stephanie was a breast pump right and it you know she explained how it went and so like a on used and, one yeah i mean is that not super gross that's you super just clean gross. it i, don't I mean think... don't you use a glass that someone else has used um, and put their own breast milk in <laughs> <laughs> well yes okay uh, so she was explaining it, and I was listening to this and Corinne on the same thing, and uh, her husband's Josh was sitting there, and you know I asked him, "So do you have any recommendations on what you should or shouldn't do with this thing?" And um you know, he explained he didn't really know that much about it, like you know he knows what it's for and everything, but I immediately wanted to ask him, so you you probably don't put your dick in it right?" Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if that was okay yet. You know, because, because I like them and we have a good rapport going, but at what point can someone say like, don't put your dick in the breast pump. Right. Um, yeah. You know, no, I mean, you've often, you've like, how many dates does it take? Sure. You've often told me that one of the reasons that I am unlikable is because I will start making inappropriate jokes way too early in knowing someone. Uh So I can see why, you know, that must be a thing that you think about. Yeah. Yeah so what, what what should one do well i don't i mean I, oh was, you you don't know because you do yeah, it all the time i just i'm just, just like just immediately, immediately say I, yeah say dick jokes dick jokes anytime i think of one
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah you just let it go yeah in my in my it's mind like there's parts. a little soldier and he says dick jokes reporting for duty uh-huh okay sergeant sergeant dick jokes mm-hmm. yeah private that. private dick jokes ah uh, <laughs> nice nice nailed anyway, it we don't really know each other well enough for you to have made a joke like that <laughs> i think it's time for you to leave I'll, I'll just refrain from the dick joke is there anybody is there any guy to whom you can't make a dick joke i don't know yeah that, that's good um mm, i was gonna say maybe the pastor at some your church but it's probably, no, probably yeah it's probably okay like the dalai lama yeah i the mean pope? he is a dick i think i think the first thing i would say to the pope was be like nice hat it looks like a dick <laughs> is that really a dick joke well, yeah. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, it's hilarious, and it's about a dick. So I think yeah, that's, that's true. It does kind of look like a, a dick, mm-hmm. you know, with the little cut in it and the miter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it looks like a dick or like an old timey whistle for like a steam whistle for mm-hmm. a um, you know, for quitting time, time to get oh off, sure, time sure to get off your dinosaur and go sure. home <laughs> right to your loveless marriage. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. The, that is a great topic huh cool all right all right now what questions from dudes yeah oh no we have some uh old business oh, you got old business okay yep. this is the segment of the show we like to call old business yep uh, uh a banana business banana business and spencer posted a banana salad recipe on twitter with a great illustration in which the cook is a banana nice mm-hmm uh, he also suggests that the description of the pretentious artist in KOL be changed to a tall, skinny man with a butthole haircut. Uh, so you were gonna take a before and after picture the next time? You yes, get your I was, but then I didn't get a haircut, so I can't do it yet. You could take the before picture. Oh, sure. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking. Well, you have to take a right before. Uh, sparkle posted a link about poisonous birds in New Guinea called the hooded pitohui. It is a neurotoxin in its skin and feathers, which causes numbness and tingling when handled. Huh. Mm-hmm. Is that really poisonous, though? It doesn't kill you. Yeah, it's poison. Well, okay. So I, I bet guess, you could... Um, I guess like a drunk bird would be poisonous, too, because alcohol is technically a poison. <laughs> sure. I have a feeling... Um, so if we have any listeners in New Guinea, send us a bunch of these feathers, because I think you could probably roll these up in a in a paper like, like a page of the bible if you were in a bind and in a hotel and uh you know smoke it like uh a cigarette and then your lungs would get numb and tingly <laughs> yeah and that's an awesome feeling. <laughs> yeah that'd be super great um yeah boy i don't i don't know what i thought you were gonna do with the feathers but that wasn't it oh i wasn't really? smoking it you could maybe what were uh, you gonna do with the well feathers? you could put it on your tongue and then see if it caused you to play a weird hallucination video game. Right. And enter a uh, parallel reality. Yeah, that is, takes place inside someone's dreams. Is that? No, it wasn't someone's dreams. Yeah. Like it was an actual place. No, it was. It was inside this woman's dreams. Uh, that's the end. Oh, I don't it, recall it, that part. Like, it's like vitally important for her to stay asleep. Huh. Uh, This is the Jeff Noon novel, Vert. Yeah, (laughs) in case you're wondering what the fuck we're talking about. It's where uh, you could have um, drug trips by putting these feathers, different feathers on your tongue. Yeah, I don't really understand where that came from. It must have just been like, well, it's kind of like acid. Jeff Noon woke up one day and he was like, oh man, I just had the weirdest dream. Mm -hmm. But it's like sticking a feather in your mouth is something you do if you want to make yourself throw up. Sure. Right. Right, because it makes your tongue tingly. (laughs) Yeah. You could use it... um, you know, to tickle your, uh, your sexual partner. <laughs> okay. Because that's awesome. Right. When you, uh, yeah, I know. I know the thing, them the thing that not nauseate them. women that I've slept with have loved is when I did something that numbed their genitals before I, before okay. I went to town. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, I oh, no, okay, this is less disappointing. <laughs> severus the trans woman who wanted advice on coming out says i came out to my parents like a real actual adult and it went swimmingly i didn't make it into a big deal i answered all their questions and everyone is super supportive and nice about it and even wants to help me i just wanted to say thank you it was the push i needed oh yeah that's sweet right what are they going to help you with like Mm, I, i don't know just support um finding a good bra like, eventually i don't okay. know i, like, I really like, don't know what type I didn't of support physically helping you grow boobs no, I, no like no. you sit there and just like think lot positive thoughts you like pump your arms up and down going grow 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 right talk, well you, talk, you do look really good because your arms are up okay. um i i think a lot of the support because i um in this this type of transition you have to you have to also start living as a woman in clothing before you physically look like a woman okay you know so it's supportive to have have people that are cool with it do you think you wear fake boobs until you get real boobs i don't really know i mean i guess it's up to you right it's I not like there's, it's not yeah, like there's, there's a standard, law yeah or a tradition or mm-hmm. anything right yeah you, you could actually let us know severus what yeah. what the story is because we're it, very ignorant maybe you could tell us uh you, what your day-to-day experiences are like in the form of a series of uh mini games written um, in flash no uh, not that no okay <laughs> But uh th- thank you very much for the comment. All right. Uh I think that's all the old business unless you had some other ones. Nope. Nope. Uh if we had a nickel for each time we did one of these, we would now be able to buy a popsicle from the van, maybe one of the ones that has two sticks, so we could split it. That's what it says on yeah. the sheet. Yeah. Okay. I was just thinking about how many episodes we've done because we would have number like forty seven. Two two thirty five. Two dollars and, and change. Yep. Yeah. Two dollars and thirty five cents. I think so. That was some fast math, Roy. That's that's because I used a calculator hours ago and memorized it. (laughs) I thought you were all right-brained. Did you really use a... Yeah, probably. Uh, Yes. You probably did use a calculator. You don't even remember. I also don't remember. That's how bad you are at math. You can't even remember whether you used a calculator today or not. Yeah. Chris Natziger says, Roy, even though you hate people with Crohn's disease, I want you to know that I forgive you. I will chalk it up to your Mexicanity and move on. Here's my question. I have Crohn's disease, and I'm running a half-marathon race to raise support for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. I need to raise $4,700 by May 31st. Any suggestions on how to get the word out? Hmm. Well, you could write into your favorite podcast and, as, uh, and write a question, which is about this, right? Mm, good. Uh, what is yeah. that... Uh, Solution. What is that uh, disorder called? Ah, shit, where you get the blue fibers growing out of your skin... Like varicose veins? No. It's some sort of disorder that they can't decide whether it's imaginary or not. Gin blossoms. You would know. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, what I was going to suggest was that you start a a virulent strain of that that causes uh, blue fibers to erupt from a person's skin, spelling out uh information about your charity run oh sure like a, a hyperlink morgalons is what it's called morgalons m-o-r-g-e-l-l-o-n-s that sounds like an evil wizard it does <laughs> you, the kind of wizard that would just make blue yeah, that sounds like a good boy's name blue fibers sprite out of your sprite sprout <laughs> blue fibers like hairs that are blue i don't know man huh it's crazy it's it, you look it up i know if you drink enough silver your skin turns blue mm-hmm. blueish yeah uh that's why Mad Eye Moody always kept a flask of molten silver mm-hmm. on his belt. <laughs> molten <laughs> um, um Yeah, I'll I'll post a link on our Facebook and our Twitter for Chris's thing. I, I think I'm gonna donate uh something to this. Okay. <clears throat> Kirk says, I'm entering seminary in the fall. Part of the requirement is gaining a level of proficiency in either Greek or Hebrew. Which of the two languages should I study? Huh. Hmm. I think it's kind of cool that someone who's entering seminary listens to this show. Oh. so apparently, dig jokes are fine. Yeah, they're universal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, sorry about all that noise. Nah, squeaky, squeaky no noises. It. Um, it really depends on which way you want to go. Do you want to go old school or new school? Old school being Hebrew or new school being Greek? Is Greek or, or Latin? Well, what's um, like what's? What I is, think Greek was the were the first translations before it was translated into Latin uh, as in New Testament text. Okay. Um, In fact, because of this, I, I was born because my, my father um, who has since diagnosed himself with severe dyslexia um, could not learn Latin when he was going to school and he was in a, in a seminary. He diagnosed himself with reverse dyslexia, but then when he tried to say it out loud, it came out as severe. (laughs) Um. And he couldn't learn Latin, so he couldn't move on in seminary and decided to uh, not continue and become a priest. Hey, instead of this, how about I get busy with a Mexican lady? (laughs) Yeah, that turned out great. How about I smoke a lot of cigarettes (laughs) and make a lot of sculptures about Jesus? Sure. Uh, Sometimes of dicks. Really? Really? Yep. Your dad made sculptures of dicks. I grew up, uh, there's this one piece that he did, which was... um, basically conception and it was uh a large dick shape uh going into a large uh vagina shape they're huh. very uh stylized sure so when i was growing up i had no idea what it was your dad's I sculptures big bird were really really amazing yeah i think so too and i wish that he had made more of them i wish that yeah i wish that he hadn't ever stopped yeah doing that i feel that way also <clears throat> but i'm really grateful that he couldn't learn latin oh yeah sure well i mean you know you yeah i mean for selfish reasons you might have figured out some other way to be born maybe i don't know I, I have no way of knowing immaculate conception Mm-hmm. your mother is named mary she is named mary well mary louise yeah like mary louise parker right <laughs> who also immaculately conceived of a cunning plan to sell marijuana mm-hmm. i stopped watching that show yeah i watched the first couple seasons and then never really picked it back up at, uh, the last season we saw ended with the, her youngest son murdering someone in front of her. And then at that point it was no longer a comedy. Huh. You think it was a comedy to begin with? Yeah, I thought so. Hmm. Uh... I have a family friend, Donna Olmstead, who is an amateur photographer and took the time to come to my house and took several pictures of my children and share the pictures digitally with me. She said it was a good chance for her to get some practice and, sh- and the issue of monetary compensation never came up. I'm wondering if you can think of a good way to show my appreciation for the beautiful picture she took for us. I found out that her son, Andrew Olmstead, also listens to the show and he was surprised to hear you guys answering my advice in early episodes. Thanks for the help. All kinds of stuff. Um, I would make a pinata for, the, for this person. Really, and i would fill it with her favorite things i was thinking like interesting shaped pancakes oh we could combine that make a pinata and fill it with pancakes of Does uh, she like pancakes in the shapes of her favorite things? in the shapes of like a bottle of tequila mm-hmm. in the shapes of a condom i mean i guess really all pancakes like normal pancakes are in the shape of a of, a, of condom. a condom yeah and really normal pancakes are in the shape of a bottle of tequila if you're looking at it from the top sure well, unless it's a bottle of Not- 1,800, in which case you'd need a rectangular. <laughs> Not a used condom, right? A fresh new oh, condom. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, like mm-hmm. right out of it, right out the pack. Uh-huh. <laughs> right out the gate. Yeah. When mm. you've when you've got it and then you're like, fuck, which way is this? Yeah. Do you, do you put it over the balls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to figure out. Yeah, I mean, I'm a priest. I don't know how this works you know you know before i saw the 40 year old virgin i also had that question whether you should the penis goes over your balls the condom no no i i know what i said the penis <laughs> the <laughs> penis goes over your balls huh so whether you have to like turn upside- whether you put the other penis on your balls that's all okay whether you, whether what you're supposed to do is wrap your foreskin around your balls yeah, and then shove the whole loop in. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's you know it's complicated. It does. I can see why people say it ruins the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and why you just can't have sex properly if you're circumcised. Mm -mm. Okay, so do other people have as much trouble as I do figuring out which fucking direction the condom goes? No, I all the time will put it on backwards, and then you have to throw it away. Yeah, you're supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I just turn it around. A lot of the time I don't either. But then I think, well. (laughs) Well, uh, it really depends where you are in the process, right? I mean, if If, if it's after you've already ejaculated inside her, then you're right. There's probably no point in throwing that condom away. (laughs) Well, you know, if you're super prepared and you're just like in the bathroom preparing and then you put this condom on and you do it wrong, you can turn it around because nothing's happened yet. Okay, you know, and then was <laughs> like, so like, "If she hasn't shown up yet, if it's not yet time for your date, exactly, and you're, you're getting ready and you've just mm-hmm. taken a shower, and then yeah. you want to put the condom. Yeah, it'll be fine." Okay, but for all of our listeners, use a brand new condom every time. Every time, yeah. Don't just don't think you can like rinse it out. No, no, we're professionals. Dry it on the clothesline. <laughs> it's it's not the rinsing it out. That's the problem. It's the sun right, deteriorating the, the latex. Yeah, and you don't want to put it in the dryer either because mm-hmm. it will get stuck in the filter. No, it ruins your dryer. Yeah. Melts, then you have two problems. Melts, melted plastic all over your lint. Ugh. Nobody wants that. Mm-mm. It's even harder to clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you do for What do you do for the photographer who has everything? Uh, you uh, buy her some frames. <laughs> okay, like for her glasses, <laughs> for her photographs. Okay, for... you give her a gift certificate to a great frame shop. Ah man, that doesn't go very far, though. No, it doesn't. It's bullshit. And plus, you don't want to give her something with if the issue of financial compensation never came up, you don't want to give them something with like a fixed and clear monetary value. Oh. Right. So yeah, oh, I got you this I've got you this $12 Starbucks gift card. Sure. Oh, so so wanna... $12 is what it was worth to you. Huh? Huh? I see. I, I see what you mean. <clears throat> uh, so then it, then you have to buy frames yourself, um, and then deliver them. You can make them. You could make, you could make frames. You make picture frames out of old glasses frames from the goodwill. Sure. You could go to the Goodwill and just buy a bunch of picture frames, cut out the old pictures, mm-hmm. set them on fire, because mm-hmm. that's the only way to release the souls of the people that are trapped in them. That's true. That's must be the worst thing for your soul to be stuck in trapped a, in a painting at a Goodwill. Yeah, Or painting, <laughs> <laughs> photograph in yeah. a frame. Yeah, maybe a photograph <laughs> behind glass. You, you haunt the you haunt the frame eventually, and then every every picture that they put in there just turns into a picture of your dick. <laughs> uh that'd be the best haunted frame that's what, what I, I'm, I'm curious to the mechanics behind this why would it turn into a picture of your dick well because that's what you're doing i mean your vengeful spirit is like you know what oh if I, I know what this if i can't like. be alive anymore sure then everybody who is is just gonna have to look at my dick sure okay. i mean how would you like if you were haunting a house mm-hmm. well, how, how would you haunt it how would i haunt it yeah like what would you do like let's say your your restless spirit is haunting your ancestral home okay and some new a new family moves in that you don't like yeah you, or that you do like you don't like them you don't no, like you anybody you don't okay. like anybody who's alive because you're, you're jealous upset. yeah okay so what do you do how do you how do you haunt them uh i would do really irritating things like hide hide the keys right um Ooh, leave mm-hmm. the milk out <laughs> oh okay uh, you could leave the eggs out, but that would just teach them a lesson. You don't need to refrigerate eggs. Sure. And, and then, butter. You and don't and need to would... refrigerate butter. No. Also, some... bags of Skittles. You don't need to refrigerate bags of Skittles. Although if some put, people like cold if you put Skittles. Starburst in the freezer, it gets awesome. Mm-hmm. And this is a lesson that I wish I had learned earlier. So I would take all the Skittles out of the freezer. Oh, yeah, and Starburst out of the mm-hmm. freezer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Skittles get awesome or not. I would freeze the eggs. Have you ever frozen an egg? <laughs> no. Maybe I've talked about this before. It turns rock hard and cracks cracks the egg. Huh. Uh, at work, we would sometimes put them um, in the freezer, like eggs that are we're supposed to throw away. And it's really funny because then you can throw it at someone, and instead of it crashing on them, it instead... Uh, it just bounces. It, it just bounces off It's like throwing a rock at them. Instead, it, just, of, it hurts them instead of <laughs> messing up their getting clothes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's cool. You mm-hmm. so can throw eggs through the windows. Mm-hmm. Um, Break all the windows, right? That's really scary. Yeah. And they're like, "What? What? This is broken from the inside out." Yeah. The ghosts are inside the home. <laughs> that's uh something that I noticed in my uh, when I bought the office. Mm -hmm. uh there was a a giant giant plate glass window that was new and the backyard was full of broken glass like the a giant window that had been broken from inside Mm -hmm. the house maybe the people who were leaving i think the people the people died they they weren't leaving The, the owner of the house died maybe their ghost was trying to escape the house Oh man yeah but i don't think that how would their ghost get they died in a plane crash how would the ghost get back in the house
1: Mm, I don't know. Maybe they
0: wandered back. They don't remember how they got there. Okay, so if, if you are a ghost, would you be stuck to where you died? Dude, I don't know. Huh. Do, do ghosts that haunt haunted houses, is it because they died there? Or is that because that's where their spiritual connection to the earth is the strongest? I don't really know. I think you can't leave, right? If you're a ghost and you're stuck in the house and you walk out... Uh, far from the house, everything just turns gray, and then mm. you end up turned around and walking back to the house. Sure, You can't get away no matter what. And that's you're... when you start showing them your dick, just because you get bored. So they can see you, is, is your contention. Well, no, you have to figure out a way, like you make a, you, you like when they're burning oh, a candle... you have to splatter paint on you. When they're burning a candle, you make like a spooky ghost dick out of the smoke. Oh. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I thought out of the They're wax. burning like a smoky candle. <laughs> um, if, they, if they set off a smoke bomb... Uh, when they if they're they're like fumigating the house mm-hmm. it's just they they but push then the, no one's in the they house push the button on top of the can and then it's just like dick 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 with all the pesticides um so can you can, you can touch stuff is what you're saying when they, i mean with your dick only with your dick only okay then i would i would rub my dick on their towels oh, okay <laughs> i mean if if that's the only way i can get back at them <laughs> that's what i would do all right What does that do to... I mean, you rub your dick on your own towels, right? It's not like, oh, I got me. (laughs) Well, it's after I've washed my dick. Well, oh, This would be before washing my dick. Oh, you're saying, okay. Right. Do you think that's... Do you think your dick is cleaner after a shower than before? Yeah, I do. Really? You must not do the same kind of stuff in there that I do. (laughs) I I wash it really well. I usually usually take, like, rotting fruit in there. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I'd do a good uh, rotted fruit scrub. That's what you do. You punch holes in all their rotting fruit. (laughs) That's a good way to haunt them. Mm. Uh, Zach and Roy. I'll be finishing my doctorate soon and have to and have to enter the real world and get a real job. I'd like to continue to develop medical instruments, which, thankfully, is a broad enough field that I can find work almost anywhere that is a city or a town that has a reasonably sized university or research hospital in it. My wife works for a national corporation that has offices in Portland, Austin, L.A., and Kansas City, and she would likely transfer to one of those offices if we lived there. Uh, but she hates her job, and I don't want her to work there anymore, so it can't be one of those places. I could try to convince her not to work there, but she's not a very rational person. So where should I look for a job?
1: Hmm. So I you're think you'd be
0: you, traveling 35 miles an hour. You can't what? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I thought it, that sounded like a word problem. That was me. like a math question. Um, you can't move to Portland, Austin, LA or Kansas City. So here's here's the thing. Fuck LA. No one should ever move there ever. Uh, Don't you ever feel like uh, we're missing out from not being in LA? Boy, no. Really? No, I do not. Okay. Yeah. Even you? when you go there? I sometimes do. I I listen to shows and uh, podcasts and such. And it seems like uh, stuff is happening there. Mm -hmm. But of course, you have to drive everywhere after midnight. And everyone that you meet is an asshole. Mm, Not everyone, right? Well, I I have friends that that live out there now. Do you? Yeah. Are you sure they haven't turned into assholes? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. If you say so. Yeah. Shout out. Everybody's trying to sell you something. Except that they're claiming that the L.A. dog is their invention. And it's clearly not. Mm Mm-hmm. The Sonoran dog. <clears throat> so it's a shame that you can't go to Portland or Austin. I've never been to Portland though. I haven't either.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Kansas City, I hear, can be really cool, yeah. but it really depends on which one. Right? Yeah. Uh, is it Missouri that's the cool one, or I, is it Kansas that's I the doubt cool if either one? Either of them is cool. No one one of them is a, a big music capital. Right. There is nothing cool in the Midwest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have to break it to you. Oh. Uh, isn't Chicago in the Midwest? Yeah. Doesn't really count. St. Paul? Yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. Those aren't in the Midwest. Those are in the uh, north. Madison. No. What are you You're just listing things now? Well, I'm naming uh Are you saying that Madison is that... cool because that's where Michael Feldman is from? No. That is not a reason to say that it's cool. Um well, what about Garrison Keeler? He's from New York. No, he's from uh you know, the Lake Wobegon. I don't think that he is. I think that's A, fictional, and B, he's not from that part of the country no he he is from minnesota <clears throat> but he lives in new york sure don't let that the homespun time. wisdom fool you mm-hmm. it was him that, no, shot, he's a sophisticated was him that guy. shot john lennon oh and, and Andy were, Warhol. Yeah, exactly yeah it's both he shot both of them with the same bullet and that bullet is now the most valuable thing in the <laughs> wow. smithsonian that's yeah, weird why is he still walking the streets? I, it's, nobody knows. Gun Lobby. No, because nobody listens to A Prairie Home Companion. He admits it all the time. He's been trying to confess, yeah, but true. nobody listens to that show. What's going to happen when he retires? Do you, do you think the show is going to continue without him? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Maybe you could take over. I don't think that I want to do that. Really? I don't know anything about Lutherans. I mean, I guess, though, all I have to do is say, he does. Lutherans, am I right? Yeah, and then exactly. the entire studio audience will erupt into yeah, laughter. Like, and then there's the Catholics. Lutherans, they're always showing you their dicks. Uh-huh. You know how you can tell if your if your house is haunted by the ghost of a Lutheran? A dick <laughs> appears in the Lutafisk. Uh Dear Advice Hot Dog... I am in love with a married man. The man and I have set up boundaries and know that it would not be a good thing to cross over into a physical relationship. We do not talk about anything that might be construed as racy or inappropriate, but we do write to each other often and talk about life, art, philosophy, and such. I see him as an equal and do not plan to have an affair. Someday I would like to have a partner to share a life with. I don't think this person will be that partner. So what I want to know is, how does one nip these innate human feelings of longing in the bud? How does one stop loving someone? Is it essential that I stop loving this person or can I continue to love him and kindle a romantic relationship with someone new? I'm open to that. I sometimes think I cling emotionally to him because I am afraid. I often feel that I could give up having any relationship just to continue our friendship, but that's ridiculous and I know it. How can I make these feelings go away and just get back to a regular life? But I'm not sure I want to go back to normal either. Help! We are both in our late 50s, if that matters at all. I've been divorced for three years after a 30-year relationship. Hmm. This sounds very complicated. It does sound very complicated. Um, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like this dude is a friend. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can just think of people as friends. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, uh, maybe his wife will die soon. <laughs> and then so, that's a so the so way you can in which, move in on yeah, that. Yeah, so you can move in on that territory. I mean, the, the so... You're not going to be over a 30-year relationship after three years. I mean, I don't think you'd even be over a 10-year relationship after three years, necessarily. Maybe not, right? I mean, and and the thing... You don't know, though. You know, the thing that makes you okay with having like a, a crush that you can't do anything about is meeting somebody else. And then just th- those emotions, forgetting about the, yeah, like you don't, you don't forget about it, but the strong emotions get rerouted to the thing that is actually in front of you and, and attainable and, and loving you back. And, and you know, that you are actually in a romantic relationship with. Right? Sure. So, wh- like, which is what it's like, uh, you know, an adolescence to the transition when you, where you actually have a relationship with someone, because there's, uh, at least for me, there's a lot of unrequited love, where I deeply cared about somebody who didn't feel the same way or wasn't a relationship themselves and you know, for whatever reason, circumstance is wrong. And then you meet somebody else and you don't stop caring about the first person. But you don't think about them all the time. You no. know you, you talk you're to not them. Putting you your talk to them and you're friends there. with them, but you're not like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. That was too serious of an answer though. Need, was it we need more dick jokes. Sure. Um f- Find someone else who has a dick and uh, explore it together. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That wasn't really a joke either. Oh, right. Uh, I mean, that was just a sentence about a dick. Yeah. It was funny because okay. it had a dick in it, <laughs> but I don't know that I would call it a joke. Uh, take, take your towels over and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh have your partner rub his dick on the towels yeah that's like that's like the first step that's Uh, the one of the earliest human mating rituals (laughs) but but you'll know that uh your towels have been haunted uh, hello there, Advice Hot Dog. I am currently in a long-term relationship with two awesome guys. I bought a house recently, and the three of us are moving into it, and I hope that, that will be the start of a long life together. However, as a girl tends to want to do, I kind of had hoped to be married at some point. Given the various social and financial benefits of doing so, it still seems like a good idea, but society just won't let me marry both of them. What do you think should be, uh, wait, what do you think should be the method I use to choose which one I marry? Or should I just push that general idea out of my head and live in full sin instead of half sin for the rest of my life? I was thinking about just marrying the guy I've been with the longest, but maybe there's a better method than seniority in this situation thanks for your help polyamorous in damn it my location doesn't start with a p i have a solution for this okay the two guys should marry one another and then you should just date them you should just be the maid (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh okay (laughs) um so i did a little research on this with uh one of our listeners who is uh polyamorous and explained a lot of things to me and it is seriously complicated, especially if you want to have kids, uh, if your parents are cool with this or not cool with this, which is mostly the case. Yeah, I have a feeling that if I were the guy who was choosing whether or not a family got to adopt a kid or not, I would probably be inclined to see, oh, this is a married couple that also has a live in boyfriend that they both fuck. Yeah, but as she can get a pregnant little bit of a here, warning sign. Right? Well, sure. Okay. It's more about custody rights. Oh, right. And for the future. why do I think that all, uh, all non-standard unions are incapable of bearing uh-huh, children? They're all barren. What is the matter with me? I don't know. Why, I don't did know. I, why am I just talking about this like it's gay marriage? hmm I don't know. But also, you know... And, uh, okay, so a gay yeah. couple, that a couple of gay dudes that also had a live-in girlfriend, uh-huh. would you be more likely or less likely to let them adopt a child and also why are they why do they have a girlfriend if they're gay i don't know yeah see it's very complicated i know this is hard for me to wrap my head around yeah it is um i i don't really know The you're gonna have to see what your um community is like and by that i mean your family and your friends like you are you also i mean it it's possible that you're not going to marry both of them? Well, it's possible that you end up in like a common law situation anyway, right? Sure. I mean, I guess you maybe want the but tax. But what's one of them? You want the tax breaks. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, maybe you are in a common law marriage. And maybe any pair of them are in a common law marriage. Oh, I suppose so. That, right? I mean. I, well, I guess it really depends on how you do your taxes. How do you do that? Yeah, boy, I don't know. There isn't a slot for a second There's husband. There's not like a joint joint cost joint joint taxes yeah try tri, tri, joint tripod joint tax uh-huh. i mean you got to pay the tripod tax if you've right? a lot of tripods mm-hmm. just like that extra frame tax extra frame yeah if you own too many frames you have to start giving 30 percent of your frames in tribute to the king oh every okay. year that's the way to unload the haunted <laughs> ones by the way he can put them in the he can put them in the dick gallery of the castle. <laughs> Well, uh so you could flip a coin. hmm. Uh you could put a towel on the floor and the first one to rub their dick on it gets to marry you. But you don't, <laughs> you don't, tell, don't them. tell them. Don't tell them. Yeah. You just whichever one uh does it instinctively thinks, thinks of it first. Yeah, yeah, then you know. He's he's clearly the marriageable one. That's boy. the one. Yeah. Because that is what husbands do. I I know from
1: experience.
0: <laughs> yeah, since my divorce I've I've <laughs> you've stopped doing that. Yeah, I really missed it though. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, wh- whatever you do, uh, I would be curious to find out what it is that you're going to do, and also, it's good luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a hard time enjoying movies because I usually lose interest before it's over. <laughs> However, my lady friend loves them, and I would like to be able to watch movies with her. Do you have any advice for training myself to appreciate movies? From unattentive in Annapolis. There was definitely a period of time where I didn't have the attention span to watch an entire movie, and the way that I got over it was just sit and watch the fucking movie. When did you feel this way? Uh, last few years. Oh, Okay, but you like just, at home or at yeah, the theater? No, at home. Okay. I can always I can always sit in the theater and do it. Like um, that, I mean, and maybe that's you could practice by going to the movie theater. There's never a time when I'm at the movie theater that I that I think, oh, I should get up and do something else. Right. I mean, they, this is a problem with watching movies in an environment where you are surrounded by. Reminders, hundred thousand of, other things that you could be sure. doing because mm-hmm. everybody's house now is like a rich kid's room from the '80s, mm-hmm. right? That like there are uh, probably a thousand video games right. that I could play if more, I decided more to. More media right than you can consume. Yeah, well, you know, th- like I have access to more stuff than there is time to do it, and so I think it makes you more acutely aware of the opportunity cost of something like the two hours that it takes to watch a movie, mm-hmm. but like. Think of it as both exercising your willpower to sit in one place and sure. pay attention to something. Because you can exercise your attention. Mm-hmm. You know, f- like you have... It's called meditation. You have like a limited amount of focus juice. I think they might have actually identified something. In the brain? Yeah. Uh, this is? I'm not positive that that's true. But at, at the very least, like attention is a sort of a depletable resource. And mm-hmm. that, that has been demonstrated and you can practice. You know, and plus she likes doing it. You like her and want to make her happy. So sure, this is also an exercise in building your relationship. Or strength and just think of it as being both of those things. And I mean it's like it also kind of listen to yourself. Like, "Eh, I can't watch a movie. Like what shut up. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. Two hours. And and it's like a movie. It's fun. It's Mm -hmm. you know, unless it's like, oh my girlfriend keeps making me watch these boring bullshit movies that I hate. Which Mm -hmm. in that case, you just need to like either, you need to either get another girlfriend or you need to learn how to masturbate without touching your dick. Sure. (laughs) Um, So that while, while you're watching the movie, Mm -hmm. you can just like sit there and just sort of, you know, give yourself a think job. Right, um, you can also trade movies, right? Uh, you watch one of her shitty movies. Oh I and thought you, you were get get to watch one of her movies and then you get to watch one of her movies again while she gives you a handjob That's also a solution. okay I'm not, I'm not uh, you know everything all cards on the table. okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, y- you do also maybe get a little better at paying attention to stuff when you're older. Josh insists that if he spends half an hour a day, just reading like Mm -hmm. reading a book that that keeps his sort of attention payer in shape and it makes it easier for him to focus on other stuff Hmm. and if he doesn't when he gets out of the habit of doing that then he's just like dicking around on reddit all day that's true instead of getting anything done yeah I've started reading a lot more uh, and I found whenever I'm doing that I feel better about um, you know just basically learning things good I'm I'm reading Sherlock Holmes right now. You're you're reading Sherlock Holmes? Mhm. Like the sh- the stories one at a time? hmm you reading the collected works. Right now I'm reading uh The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, which is a bunch of uh short stories. Hmm. I think it's, I only it's read it's the, really Hound of the Baskervilles. I've never read that one. Hmm. I haven't read any of the like larger novellas yet. Hmm. It's good. He is kind of a a weird weird jerk. Yeah. Yeah like the um robert downey jr character from the new sherlock is very much kind of what i i didn't expect the actual character to be kind of like that mm-hmm. like it's a good interpretation so as um have you heard of the new bbc sherlock show I have not. I mean, i've heard of it i haven't seen it oh it's really excellent in fact it's probably playing right now on pbs okay. because it's sunday night i don't have pbs oh okay. i don't i don't even own a tv is this something i would have to have a tv to understand no, no, I I, th- I think I have it in I broil. don't eat red meat, okay? How do you deal with fire ass? In Korea, there can be some very spicy foods. I usually realize about halfway through eating that if it is painful to eat, then it will be painful on the way out. I have a pretty good heat tolerance. I used to be able to deal with my habanero tastings at the farm, but when it is a huge hot stew, the heat is much harder to deal with than cool, fresh pepper. Is this just a price that I have to pay? You know, I, I, I mean, a lot of spicy food. to Shanghai. In my... <laughs> Uh uh I've only I've only ever noticed something being spicy on the way out once, really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I don't eat a lot of really spicy stuff, but I don't know, something about something about that li- little Cheetos factory in in my gut. Sure. Uh just uh, just it takes it out cool, cools it off. I mean, you know, you can take a dump and then take a cold shower. Sure. Get one of those uh That does help. Get one of those detachable uh uh shower heads and just clean your butt, sure, with water. Mm-hmm give yourself a home- homemade colonic if you use uh if you use some soap it will also get the oil off of it and it will stop burning true. in a way that toilet paper won't that's true um yeah you know in korea they don't really eat a lot of dairy products not right not home colonic what what i'm not saying I'm not saying that you put like a like a speculum in your butt and hose out your guts oh that's totally what i heard though yeah mm-hmm I mean, you just keep a speculum in the shower, sure, for whatever purposes. Uh huh. Yeah. What? Whatever may come up. I don't know. Yeah. I
1: mean, sometimes if you, you never to, know. I mean, you need to, wash you need your to be
0: prepared. Um, eat, eat bananas, or just put a banana up your butt. You could start wiping that your butt with banana down. peels.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Because they're cheap. Sure. They're um. They don't keep for like you kind There's of. There's always a, a banana at hand. You sort of need to eat a banana right like maybe as you're pooping and then you run the risk of starting an infinite poop cycle mm-hmm. uh where you just are on the toilet eating bananas all day um mm-hmm. so I, you, i'm following you so that you'll have enough peels yeah wipe. this is this is a great mental image <laughs> yep. uh Forlorned in Fortland says, I'm going through a spell where I'm thinking about my ex-girlfriend a lot and how great she was and how much happier I'd be if I got back together with her. Only I know it's not true because she's crazy and emotionally abusive. On top of that, I have a way better girlfriend now. Please confirm that thinking about my ex is stupid and give me some ways to stop subjecting myself to this. Huh. Huh. Well, uh, that may happen for a long time, right? Thinking about the ex-girlfriend because you're concentrating on all the cool, awesome things. Also, you know, it's possible that, like with the crazy girl the sex was better that's possible right because that's often a thing and but not always not always not always Mm -hmm. but that is often a thing and it's a real real stupid thing to get hung up on sure because that's not gonna last for uh ever right and i mean it's not worth it anyway or you would have stayed with her right i mean you're not with her anymore because she was emotionally abusive Mm -hmm. right and And crazy think about how hard it was for you to work yourself up to doing that, how hard it was to actually extract yourself from right. the situation and think, do you want to go through that again? Mm-hmm. And I think you will see that you don't. Also, you would have to go through that twice, right? Because you have a great girlfriend. Well, now. no, it's easy to break up with a nice girl. Do you think so? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's, you know, you'll yeah, well, realize it's what, you'll, you'll hate yourself right? for it, but what a terrible thing you've done to someone. Yeah. But you won't like, you won't get, like plates thrown at your head sure but what's going to happen is you're going to date the new girlfriend it's going to uh start going terribly and then you're going to realize how oh you should have been with the previous girlfriend which is now your ex-girlfriend you just swap back again oh okay so you just keep going from x to x to x Mm -hmm. to x yeah they call that the x lax Uh uh-huh all Uh, right. right yeah roy if somebody wanted to send us one of these questions to get some of our sweet sweet advice how would they go about doing that uh they would go to advicehotdog.com and there there's a bunch of links there for uh twitter <clears throat> gmail facebook uh i think there's a telephone number and Sp- speaking of phoning it in geez <laughs> well okay let's break it down at advice Hot Dog is the twitter uh advice hot dog at gmail.com is the gmail.com one. The Facebook one is slash advice hot dog. That's simple enough. Mm-hmm. Then you can call. You can phone it in. You literally phone it in with a telephone. And do that again. That show was good. Uh yes, it was. And we, we have some new calls, but we need a few more. Mm-hmm. So that is seven six nine. or you can send us a card package or whatever uh, other item you think we would enjoy looking at advice hot dog p.o box 41774 mesa arizona 85274 do it now uh, i realize at this point we haven't filmed any sort of interpretive dance that i'm still supposed to do I also don't remember what question it was. I was supposed to do an it interpretive dance. It was about what, uh, get, what is a good gift for a two-year-old girl. Huh. Really? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is why I haven't done an yeah, interpretive that's dance prob- for that. probably it. But I mean, here's the thing. Interpretive dance is total bullshit. So sure. you can okay. kind of just do whatever, and it doesn't matter what the source. Okay. It doesn't matter what it means because it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. Okay
1: well you have one Sorry. of those new
0: new phones right Interpretive so you, you could uh take video we also have a video camera we do my girlfriend has a video camera oh yeah. i had Little no idea flip cone, cone flip corn, top corn cone. So, soft top video camera yeah it's a t-top mm-hmm. teeter-totter <laughs> t-top teeter-totter all right zach yes T- take us to the next level what's the uh what's the stinger for this week oh planes or trains no, it's not. Roy. No, it, it says right here. Not planes or trains. That's what it says. <laughs> okay. Spencer Worley sends the stinger. Harvey Dent or Arthur Dent? Mm-hmm. So it kind of depends on what you want out of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. What what would you want out of them? Do you do you want a, a way to uh survive while your home is being demolished? Or do you want to go batshit crazy? <laughs> Well, no. I'm assuming this is a pre-Two Face Harvey Dent. Oh, okay. Right, when he's running for mayor, he seemed pretty on the ball. Sure. Yeah. Was he a good guy or not? I don't really know. I think he was a good guy before the bad streak. I don't really know his. I I only know uh, pretty much his story from the movies. Yeah. I I was never really a Batman uh, reader. Well, I mean, I know that he worked uh, for that cigarette company, right? And was pretty evil. Right, and then uh, he also, um, you know, fuck, fuck that uh, mute girl. I don't know what that is from. That's from uh, In the Company of Men. Oh, I've never seen that.
1: Oh, I or I think even heard
0: of it. Yeah, I, this is a movie that I watched when when I was in uh, college. It was mm. one of my, my uh, film, film classes. I see. It was very disturbing. It was one of his uh, first roles with... Um, was it like a Lars von Trier movie? A bit. Like it's these two businessmen that go on a business trip for a long time. And the guy played by, um, I've forgotten what that, Aaron Eckhart, um, convinces his partner that what they're going to do is they're going to find some new girl at this company that they're uh, working at and they're going to have a relationship with her. And then they're both going to just break up with her, you know, to just get back at women and they do this, but the other dude, falls in love with her but she prefers Aaron eckhart's character and then at the end you find out that Aaron eckhart um has been in a relationship uh, this whole time like the story that he gave his friend or um you know colleague about how he wanted to get back at women because of his breakup and so on is all bullshit this guy sounds terrible. It was terrible. It I mean it was a it was a good movie, but it was terrible too. I watch. mean, I thought you were gonna say that at the end it turned out that he was dead the entire time and everything <laughs> that he had been doing was just him doing it with his ghost dick. Yeah, and no, it was somebody's dream. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And time was slowed way down mm-hmm. inside it. hmm Crazy. Arthur Dent. Yeah, Arthur Dent. <sighs> good night, everybody. Oh wait, uh I wanna announce one one last thing. Sorry. Go for it. We have a very exciting thing that's going to happen this week, uh, company-wise. And uh, you're going to have to tune in uh, Tuesday, uh, April, no, May 15th of 2012 to find out. And we're going to share it on all of our um, media forms. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have a big surprise for you, hopefully, by the next episode after this one. Sure. We yeah. don't really but know where how, we don't we'll really actually know talk about it. We don't really know how long it's going to take. Yeah. But we will talk about it on the next episode of Advice Hot Dog. Awesome. Bye-bye.